Hi, good afternoon. We're here with Matt Goldberg from Stoplock World. How are you doing, Matt? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really good, thank you. Thanks very much for joining us this afternoon. If you You're welcome. just like to uh, yeah, give us a bit of background as to who you are, what the business is, and how long you've been doing it for, please. Sure. Um, so I've been involved in my industry for quite a, quite a lot of years, since about 1992. So I'm, I'm literally okay. in my 30th year in this <laughs> industry. Um, so it involves sourcing and buying surplus and excess goods from businesses, basically. Yeah. So businesses that sell physical products, um, we buy their surplus goods that they have, that they're yeah. sitting on in their warehouse that they simply want to get rid of um for various reasons that can be you know goods that are surplus to requirements slow moving goods cancelled orders liquidated stock um you know that kind of stock so it's basically excess goods that we source and we buy off businesses and then we basically sell those goods on to other businesses that want to buy those goods and that's what I've been doing for for many many years. Yeah, thirty years. That's a, a good good stint there. I'm sure you've since before the internet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say you've seen a lot of changes over the time. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, so kind of fast forwarding uh, a bit to the to the last two or three years over those thirty years, um, we ask everyone around um, about COVID and how that's obviously impacted them. What was the biggest impact for? For you in your in your sector and what you do, um, well, the biggest impact for me was that I probably had my um, one of my best years ever through the pandemic, and that that was for the simple reason that my line of business, my industry, we we actually thrive in you know pandemics, recessions, bad economies, wars. Anything bad that happens in the economy, my line of business mm -hmm. actually thrives and there's just a lot more opportunity um, mm -hmm. in these situations. And obviously with the pandemic, there were a lot of industries that literally closed down yeah. um, and that just creates, it creates more opportunities for my kind of business because obviously a lot of companies... Uh, basically sitting on a lot of stock um, and my background is the food and drink industry um, even though I'm involved in lots of industries now but with the food and drink industry obviously being very affected in the pandemic um, obviously a lot of food and drink products were sitting in warehouses literally going out of date and you know the the time was running out on a lot of this stock so obviously um you know they were having to clear a lot of this inventory to companies yeah. like myself um you know if you think about it the supply chain a lot of businesses that supplied for example the you know the restaurant chains and the hotel mm -hmm. industries and all those businesses were closed so sure. you know they were piled up with with pallets of goods that were literally running out of expiry date so we we bought a lot of that and helped literally helped this stock 
stay in circulation as opposed sure. to ending up in you know landfill basically yeah um, yeah producing the waste and actually getting yeah it for sure so yeah you know with with any kind of downturn and i've been through if you if you include the what we call a recession now or we're coming <laughs> up to one you know i'm literally in my third recession and every single time i've hit a recession or some kind of downturn mm -hmm. my business just literally doubles or triples in business you know we, we just yeah. explode obviously there's a lot more demand for what you do <laughs> in, yeah. those, in those periods yeah, so as a, as a business then in terms of the pandemic and maybe actions you had to take to to adapt is there anything that you kind of maybe changed and stuck with um, I think, you know, with the pandemic was such a huge thing and it really hit home with a lot of people, um, you know, as far as being, you know, where you work from and, you know, a lot, a lot more people are now working remotely and mm -hmm. that really hit home with me. Um, and I realized that I can do what I do remotely um a lot more than i used to um yeah. and I, I started to think of more ways of doing things without being glued to my office and you know i, I can literally run most of my operation from my mobile phone and you know that that what what really hit home more was uh, i'm sure a lot of people are the same that you know it's not all about being glued to your desk and working and working. Yeah. I, I can spend more time with my family and literally mm -hmm. keep up with what I need to do uh, just from my mobile phone. So yeah, I'm definitely more working more remotely now rather it's than more just, flexible. Yeah. Approach sure. to your work. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for that. So in terms of where things are now, what do you see looking ahead the future is for, for you and what do you see are the main challenges going ahead um the future for me because i'm not going to give away my age but because i've been <laughs> in the business for a long time yeah. and i'm always looking at ways of leveraging my business in uh, literally buying back time yeah. so i can actually spend more time doing things out of my business um and just creating more methods on making things work more remote more not remotely more in a more automated way um so i can literally still make more money but work less um yeah. you know because i'm a one-man business um but i do a lot of things in my business um that are remote so uh automated sorry so i sure. can um i can work less hours but still earn more money doing systemize it, it and you say, definitely yeah. systemizing more automate things yeah yeah cool um so are there any sort of uh challenges that you foresee is it a case i mean um i suppose with the economy the way it is then you're looking forward to growth i suppose um yeah um challenge wise for my business we're, we're always looking at ways I I'm, I'm a great believer in 
building new connections. Literally, I'm obsessed with it, building new connections every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I do that is because there can be challenges in, in my industry where you might be dealing with specific customers mm-hmm. who literally disappear, you know, through the downturn, you know, yeah. especially retailers. Uh, high street retailers you can sure. be dealing with and then all of a sudden they they, they go bankrupt or that you know they, they disappear off the high street mm-hmm. um so i i'm that is a challenge for us all the time finding new buyers for this you know inventory yeah. that we're constantly being offered by businesses we're always looking for new customers um you know we're never satisfied with just dealing with the same customers all the time. You've got to be looking for new new outlets all the time, yeah. whether it's online or offline. Cool. Thank you. And um, moving on then to yourself as a business owner, a lot of experience there, 30 years. You yeah. can pull out one learning, your biggest learning. What do you think that would be? If you can choose uh, one. You might want to share a couple. I appreciate it's a tricky um, question. I mean resilience is certainly one thing that I've built over the years and you certainly do need that as a one man business. Um, you come up against walls yeah. like most businesses do on a, on a week to week, month to month basis. And when you're a, when you're a one man business, um, you, you kind of asking yourselves questions all the time and trying to, think of the right answers and making the right decisions all the time. And you're going to hit walls and you've got to learn to jump over the walls and go under the walls and go around the side of the walls. And resilience for me is something that I've built over the years. And I, I, I consider myself like bulletproof when it comes to being resilient. And, you know, that, that is something that everyone needs to have when running their own business for sure you've got to have you've got to build that resilience mm-hmm. um and you know when you come up against things you've got to have that armor you've got to have that armor yeah. on when you're dealing yeah. with things and um yes for sure resilience is something that Good people share. people say to me and my friends say to me you're the most resilient person i've ever met you know, you can handle anything and deal with anything and it doesn't matter what it is. Um, and that, that is for me, that's something, that's a great trait to have in a bit, in a business. Being yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a good share. Thank you for that. So it might lead on to maybe the answer to your next question or link to it or, um, but we'll see. So if you were to give some advice to, a younger person starting out in business, or yeah. we also ask uh, entrepreneurs, uh, business people, if they were to meet themselves at 18, what would the best piece of advice be to that, to that young sure. person? I would give a couple of pieces of advice, and these are probably my main two most important things. And um, the first one is failure is okay. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't look at failure as being okay. People look at failure as something bad and, oh, I failed at something. But the thing is with failure is when you're young, you don't realize this, but when you fail with things through 
through your years in different jobs or job positions or whatever in your career. Failure is good, okay? You've got to look at failure as a good thing because you're learning from that failure. You're always <laughs> learning from that thing that you failed on. And I, when I fail at things, the way I look at failures is almost like data. I look at it as data. And then I can look at what I've done wrong or how it, why it didn't work out. And I look at, I look at the data and I will tweak things and I will change things and test things. And that's what you've got to be doing all the time when you're failing. You, you've got to fail fast, as they say. And there's nothing wrong with failing whatsoever. It's just, a, it's just a learning curve. That's all it is. And the second thing I would give to a lot of young people, and especially in today's, you know, the, today where we, we, we're very, there's a lot of stuff going on with young people, with social media. People mm -hmm. are looking at other people all the time. Oh, he's doing well. Look at how much he's making and that kind of thing. And... What all, the thing is with a lot of young people nowadays, what I see is that they want to make a lot of money and they want to make a lot of money very quickly and they're not patient. So mm -hmm. that's my second thing is be patient with whatever you do. Even if that thing that you're doing doesn't work out, give it, just give it some time. Like I play the long game with everything that I do in business. If I make a new connection, I don't expect them to do business with them and make money from them today or in a week or, or a month. If I make a connection and I do business with them in 12 months' time and I've made money and I've got profit in the bank, brilliant. I play the long game with everything. Mm -hmm. Everything I play the long game with. And if you play the long game, you, you'll, you've more chance of succeeding. And a lot of people jump from idea to idea they get what you call it, um, shiny object syndrome. They see yeah. a lot of online opportunities, for example, and they'll try something for a month and it won't work. Well, then they'll jump onto something else and try that. You've got to stick with something. You've got to stick with it. Stick with it and play the long game. Yeah. Patience. Learn your data. Yeah. Or yeah, analyze yeah, yeah. it. I like it. That's a great so, share. Failure data. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Take that one forward and I'll... I'll Nick that one off you, I think, and you use it. With pleasure. <laughs> Good share. Thank you. So what is um, inspiring you at the moment? Perhaps um, through, through what you do. It might be podcast friends, family, people that you work uh, with. Well, something that I did started um, a couple of years ago was because I've been in the business for a long, long time, what I decided to do was um, start an education side to my business. Um, actually teaching people how to do what I do. So I'm not like a lot of these gurus that teach stuff, but they don't actually do it themselves. Um, I actually do what I teach and I teach what I do. So I started creating, uh, I created a, a coaching program, um, literally getting people set up in this business anywhere in the world and actually teaching them exactly what I do. Um, but obviously the new modern way, which is obviously the on online way, not the old <laughs> way before the internet. Um, yeah. so everything I do in my business and the way I make money now buying and selling goods, it's all 100% online. 
So I started to teach this to students and they started getting results and they started making money. And that is an amazing thing for me to see mm-hmm. that I can actually, you know, what I do is proven and I, and I, and yeah. I've proven that by getting other people doing it and getting them uh, achieving results and mm-hmm. money in the bank and literally changing other people's lives. Um, they're learning from me and like, you know, that, that gives me great pleasure, not just me doing deals and making money. It gives me as much pleasure seeing my students getting results and making money Mm -hmm. as well. Um, on the back of learning, you know, what, what I teach them. So yeah, that, that's something that I, that I'm really enjoying at the moment. Fantastic. Sounds great very inspiring yeah. yeah watching other people uh, benefit from that 30 years of, uh, of knowledge that you've you've had yeah got. fantastic cool so lastly is there any sort of latest news uh, that you'd like to share around your business what you do so it could be simply just directing us towards a website anything like that feel free to to share um really just my just just the what I just um, spoke about really is just the actual, the coaching side, because the, the thing is now is it kind of coincides a lot with what I'm seeing a lot of and what I'm seeing in the media where we've got rising living costs and there's a lot of people in jobs um, who are on salaries, but, with the rising living costs and inflation and, and that kind of thing, what what I what I'm trying to hit home with people is that there are ways to make an extra income stream. Um, and a lot of people just don't realize the thing they're in this nine to five cycle and they're on that fixed income and that's it. And you know, with rising living costs, etc., the the their salary is shrinking. And what I'm trying to hit home with people is that there are opportunities out there that you can do, even if you have limited time. And the 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 program that I've built is um, really aimed at people who are stuck on what I call a fixed income, or they're, you know, they're a one income type person, and they haven't got any other forms, streams of income. And that's just so dangerous nowadays because the way it's going at the moment, people are going to end up in trouble financially, um, you know, literally paying the bills. So, you know, the, what, I'm, what I'm teaching people is that there's a way of doing something online on the side of your nine to five where you can make an extra income stream uh, very easily with limited time Uh, without putting too much time into it Um, and that's basically what I'm promoting is my program um, to people so Uh, how can people get involved um, yeah so basically I I created a free training um, like a webinar um, which teaches people how to do what I do but without investing any money into any products um, without being an expert and without actually um, without putting any money down on, you know, literally without buying stock 
and bringing it into a warehouse. We do it all without seeing it, without seeing any stock or touching any stock. So I'm moving pallet loads and truck loads of goods each week, but I never see it, I never touch it, I never own it, and I never use my own money to pay for it either. So I've got a free web training. If anyone's curious on how I do this, uh, you might be. Um, <laughs> you know, because people think, how, how do you do this? How do you buy and sell yeah. stuff without seeing it or without touching it um, and without using your own money? How, how are you doing this? Well, I've got a web training showing exactly how this works, and it's it's at www.surplustradersecrets.com forward slash WTC. Cool. Surplustradersecrets.com forward slash WTC. Excellent. Thank yeah. you for that. I'm sure uh, we'll be checking it out. It's definitely sounds of interest and something of its time right now. Um, as you mentioned, in terms of the way, way, way things are going, the light you're thinking. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much for all those shares. Plenty to learn. All the best for everything. I hope it goes from strength to strength for you. Many thanks. Appreciate you asking me anyway.